All right, y'all, we're here today with Leanne Thompson, and maybe y'all don't know who she is, but she is the founder of the Independent Facebook Dealer Group. So if you're not on there, make sure you get on there. Another thing she's awesomely passionate about is the wonderful world of reviews. I'm passionate about it. She's passionate about it. And Jeff is too. So today we're going to get in there. We're going to figure it out. We're going to go over platforms. We're going to go on how to ask and how to reward. And Luke, what I find is really funny, Leanne. I'm stepping on Luke's intro. What is that above your shelf there on the top of your shelf in the background? That's my dealerator award. No, no, no. The, the, on the other side. The flag? Yes, the American flag. Oh, I got an American Luke. flag. <laughs> I see it. That's, that was, that's our retired. <laughs> I'm first behind you, Jeff. <laughs> if you've listened to the shows, Luke and I, Luke, I'm going to mail you one. I'm gonna, I'm I gonna have Kramer. <laughs> I'm going to mail you a flag. And a swordfish. What is that, a fish? <laughs> yeah, a swordfish, yeah. Oh, Lord. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Independent Dealer Podcast, the podcast for auto dealers to learn and grow together. Here are your hosts, Luke Godwin and Jeff Watson. So, Leanne, tell us about the, tell us about the Facebook group. You and Luke both know... I mean, you're kind of like uh, co-conspirators in this thing. How did it come about? Well, I don't Hold on. We're not co-conspirators because she's the mastermind behind this. And, so uh, you're like the puppet. Yeah. And, and okay. so she, she, she and Dan Real got together and then they drug me into it. Uh, um, and I've just, I've just, I've been the guy who has to be the jerk when people need to be, need to be hammered on. You're good you're, at you're it. You're the police, Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shoe fit. So, back in four years ago now, January of 2015, I, um, I started the independent dealer with Dan and mm -hmm. how I met Dan is I was looking at a website. Uh, I was looking to invest within a website with AST auto search technologies. Mm -hmm. And I heard the pitch from them and it was several thousand dollars for the website. So what I did is I went and saw who actually had the website. So I went online and looked to see who, who actually has the website. I found Dan and I Googled a bunch of people and I just started calling and Dan talked to me the most out of any of them. So <laughs> I'm like, hi, this is Leanne in Fort Myers. If you don't know me, please don't hang up. <laughs> and uh, so we started talking. And so then a couple weeks later, he was so helpful. I called back. I'm like, hey. <laughs> so I got the right guy. And so him and I started talking on the phone and uh, we became friends. And I suggested that other people would have similar questions to what I had. And so that's how the group started. That's a, that's great. You know, Dan is, uh, it's, it's so serendipitous. I think that, uh, that you pick Dan to call because Dan is such a, such an asset to the industry and he has a lot of knowledge and he, uh, and he's a guy that, that honestly is a, you know, a Facebook guy and was able to, to understand what you were going through. So it is a, I think it's a real tribute to you and to Dan both that, uh, that y'all started this group and that, and that y'all came together like that, because if you had called me, I probably didn't even know what a Facebook group was. So I probably wouldn't have been any help. <laughs> So yeah, that's forward thinking in 2015, right? I mean, that was, that was kind of the, when, when it was still a little bit of a fad amongst maybe the younger kids, but Leanne, you saw the vision of getting a group together. Mm -hmm. So and how then, long did it take until it started getting traction? I mean, did it, was it right away or has it taken a, a couple years or when did it really pick up? I think, what are we at? About 800 members now? Mm -hmm. so Maybe what, yeah. What I also started, there was two groups I started at the same time. I started Fort Myers cars for sale. Right. Um, and that was just for my benefit. Well, the other one was for my benefit too, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got about 14,000 people in Fort Myers cars for sale. Wow. Local members now. And so and that's a, I that's a for sale by owner classified or yeah, is that yours? With, 
it's my group. It's got my dealership on the on the top. Um, so and it's my rules, and I'm the police on that. So, but who? But anyone can post their car for anybody, sale, or anybody can post. vehicles. Yeah, anyone can post because oh, I cool. want to. I want to be inclusive. Yeah. Because so, the more members, the more eyes on my dealership. Well, that was very smart because nowadays I think every community has two or three dozen for sale Facebook groups in their area. It'd be really hard to start one where you got in early. You kind of have the. Yeah. Know. So that's been, that was been an asset. So I kind of grew the both of the groups together at the same time. Mm-hmm. So Dan was really involved with NIADA. So he spread it through, through that. But what my idea was is let's get the most successful and the guys, I want to get the top performers across the country in the group. So I kind of, same thing how I found Dan. I was, I just went on Facebook and said, Hey, hi, I'm Leanne. So I'd already met Luke. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we, I met Luke and we went to, we've been to a couple conventions together now. And so I would invite people like Luke. And if I went to FIADA things, I'd invite people through there, but we tried to get top performers to join the group so that the people that were answering the questions were high quality and knew what they were talking about, industry leaders. Well, mm-hmm. Jeff, one thing a lot of people may not know about Leanne is Leanne uh, was a newbie to to our industry at this point. So she was, uh, you're a, you're a pharmacist, correct? I am a pharmacist for the state of Florida. <laughs> so what's, what's interesting is that she, uh, she, you know, got into the car business and um, she brought, you know, a wealth of knowledge of, of, of just knowledge, you know, very smart and, and, you know, not a typical car dealer. Um, didn't have to be in the car business, but decided to, that this is what she wanted to do. And I met her at a, a mastermind group that Tracy Myers had put together. Um, it didn't last all that long, but it was a really core, a great core group of people that uh, I've learned a lot from. I, I know Leanne probably has as well. Definitely. Tracy's, Tracy's the best and he's, I'm so glad he's in our group. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the group has been great. I, I argued for many, many years with my 20 group that, hey, man, we, we got to talk more than just two or three times a year. Like we need constant communication because these issues come up and everyone has some sort of insight. And I'll tell you what, and any person who's getting into the business or has been in the business and just wants to learn more and hone their skills and get some insight, like just go through the postings. I mean, I, I could spend just days and days in there reading everyone's comments and suggestions and insight. I mean, it's been such a, so, so useful. Yeah. Talking about when it first started and how, I mean, Leanne, you can remember this. You would might, you might would go two, three weeks without anybody posting anything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's, I mean, it's hourly. People are posting, mm-hmm. you know, and you get West Coast dealers and East Coast dealers and, you know, it almost goes 24 hours a day. And mm-hmm. I used to read every post I used to read every comment but I don't have time to do it anymore so it's really I mean it, it's morphed into something that's not hard to control well it is hard hard to control hard to see everything that everybody's doing um, but the, the brains behind it were amazing yeah both of you guys have done an awesome job at kicking people out too because and just keeping it true to the core of who we are and because we don't want vendors yeah sure and yeah, that's what we find in some of the other groups is it gets, there's some bad apples in some of those groups and the, the animosity between people and the, the fighting and the, and yeah, and people that are just there with other agendas. Like I think keeping it pure is smart. It doesn't have to be the biggest group on Facebook. No. And, it yeah. and it's nice that we're kind of nationwide now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find somebody to help you in any situation, typically, in, uh, probably about anywhere in the country, I would think. Um, I know people from 
from Oregon to Southern California um, to you know Massachusetts to to Florida. So there's people everywhere, and it's really uh, it's a real asset to our industry. Yeah, no, I think so too. So the other thing I think we should do collectively, I think we need to write a book next. <laughs> All and right, that's we a. Get, we each get like a chapter and like like a chapter on marketing, a chapter on like you know. Have you seen those those books? Yeah, where Tra they like, Tracy's done. Uh, Tracy's done a bunch of those, and uh, not a bunch. Tracy's done uh, maybe. I'm just putting it out um, for us, boys. <laughs> maybe three or four. You know, I wouldn't be against it. We've, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a. Uh, I know other people have done it. That's it's actually a pretty good idea. Um, I read a lot. I, I'm more of a reader than a Facebook guy, and um, so I, I definitely think that's not a bad idea. Yeah, mm. I think that's a cool idea. So that's something we can work on. But I love what you guys have done. You heard it here first. We are writing a book. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, best selling. Best yeah, selling right. book. <laughs> I'll do the topical guide or something or the index. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leanne, let's talk to you today. Let's focus in on uh, something that I think you are great at and passionate about, and that is getting the online review, correct? That is true. Okay, That's cool. We pride I, on here. I mean, geez Louise, how important is it? You know, it's, is it the most important thing in your digital footprint, in your digital presence? I, I think it is. That's where I, mean, I start. You can have a fancy website, you can have a fancy Facebook page, you can have great pictures and videos and run a ton of ads. But if your reviews are not there and not good and not up to snuff, like what do you have? Yeah, you got nothing. There's a guy, there's 40 dealerships on my street right out here on Fowler, 40. So I have to differentiate myself. So, and yeah. make our business difference and say, well, if you're going to come one visit one of them, stop it at former Arizona mall. Yeah, I tell you, uh, and ever since I've known you, you've been you've been passionate about this. You, we go about it a little two different ways. You're you're big dealer raider. Um, you still with dealer raider? I see I'm that. with dealer raider. Okay, it, talk to us a little bit about dealer raider and and your your reasoning behind being there, and then maybe I'll talk about my uh, my philosophy, which differs from yours when it comes to uh, to where reviews should be. So I learned about Dealerator from Tracy Myers at our mastermind group, and he told me the importance of it. And there were, um, first, we've won for three years in a row now, 2016, 17, and 18. Uh, we were the Dealerator uh, Consumer Satisfaction Award for Fort Myers, our area. There were five local winners the first year. Uh, it was Fort Myers Infinity, Land Rover Jaguar, uh, Scanlon Lexus, and uh, O'Brien Hyundai, and Fort Myers Audible. So five local local winners in about a million population. Wow. So we were the only independent dealership in that. So mm -hmm. I think that's a differentiator for us. Mm -hmm. And so we've consistently won that the last three years. And I, I think it makes a difference. It gives well, us it. like that. It's called social proof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so someone else coming in saying these guys are consistently performing at a higher level with reviews. I had never heard that. Uh, that's that. Um, nomenclature there of social proof uh where'd that come from did you just i got that one i think from jonathan dawson so like right here look so i got my so those, those trophies up there yeah so i saw i see them there. Plaques, and then over on the wall there i got banners from uh thing this little thing here i got a map right there and that says where did you how far did you drive to buy a car from us mm -hmm. and i got little pins of the state of florida so <laughs> these are all little social proof things that's uh that's that's interesting with the the map there. I would have that map in my showroom. Okay, this is my showroom. This is my well, this is my I got 
whatever. This is my showroom. We're in oh, so you said you sit on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sitting outside here. Okay. I'm looking right. over. <laughs> um, so you're your dealer raider. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, the difference in your social proof from being dealer raider to Google to Facebook to Yelp. I'm a big Google guy. I think I think it really. I think your Google rating probably matters more than the rest of them. You have an opinion on this and what you know? Why why dealer raider? Why not Google? Uh, I like Google too. So I'm trying to spread the love. My hardest one where I tried to get traction in is uh, Yelp. I've it's got hard, two, yeah. two reviews on Yelp and I've shot probably, I think there's 12 published, but only two of them show. And that's the, the one that I'm, I'm having the hardest traction. So well, I kind of gave up on Yelp. I'm going to blow your mind. I have, uh, have? I have three, um, three Yelps that are published, but I have 49 unpublished. That, well, that's why I gave up because I, I was, I'm too published and, and like 10, 10 hidden. And that's because you're not paying Yelp, correct? Well, I'll even, I'll even. I, I don't I said, know, you know what? I think it's, it's you've got to be an active Yelp community user. So if you I, sign up, if I ask you after we do our car sale and I ask her, or we use it for our service department too, we all ask for reviews. But if you, if you're just signing up for an account, they're going to hide your, your review. I, um, I even paid them to see if it would, make a difference and uh, okay. it didn't make, it didn't make a difference. Um, and I, you know, what I call them is I, I think Yelp is a bunch of extortionists, but they I don't even understand, but they don't even understand how to be extortionists. Cause if I'm paying them, I should get, I should get my reviews up. Right. Right. But you know, I've got 49 five stars that aren't listed. I've got three that are recommended two five stars, one, one star. Um, so, you know, that's, it's just the way it is the way it is, I guess. Um, but Google, I think, in my opinion, um, I focus on Google and Facebook, um, and it's, it's built into our pay plan. I believe Google, because of their ability to control who sees your content and who doesn't see your content, I think my opinion is that you should focus on Google um, more than the rest. Now, and the reason you should focus on Facebook as well is because so many people are on Facebook. Um, Jeff, you're the Facebook guru. You, you, probably, you probably have an opinion on that one. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm changing as the times change. Facebook obviously changed their review uh, display and settings. Now their recommendations. Um, and so I think if I'm correct and how it sits today is you get a star rating, but you don't necessarily see people's quantity of reviews anymore. Um, and so I could I have, be wrong about that. I have 4.9 out of 5 on Facebook based on opinion of 216 people. So it's still that giving you side. What's that? Is that your view or is that the customer's that's, view? That's the customer. Well, I don't know. Cause I don't know. I, I cannot answer. Oh, yeah. that. Okay. Um, but I think it's there on the side of the page. So I think, um, I think they're still, you know, they're still looking at how many people actually do it. Cause that matters in my opinion. So I like to spread them out because do you guys know what the knowledge graph is? No, I don't. So you type in, for, so if you go to your, if you're on the you screen, type in Fort Myers Auto Mall, and yeah. it's that little box that appears on the right on Google. Mm -hmm. So if you go down here and look, and it says reviews from the web, DealerRater, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dealer I've got a 4.9 out of 5. I've got 115 reviews. Facebook, I got a 4.6 out of 5. Our gurus, I have a 5 out of 5. Right. So if you have enough of those, it will also post on there, and it's just more proof. 
Yeah. I've got 88 Google reviews. And I'm with you on Google. They, they own the internet. Yeah. Um, if you look, if you look at, at Gala Motors and um, we, we are, I'm hardcore when it comes to, when it comes to Google, I think that's where, I think that's where you should, you should do it. But if you look down at our knowledge thing, I guess is what you're calling that. It's 4.9 Facebook, five, five out of five car gurus and 4.9 out of five on Carfax. Um, and we don't do dealer rater. I, I, I just, I don't do it. Um, I, uh, I believe, I believe that matters so much. Um, we've got 381 on Google and we push that every day. I mean, that is, we don't use a, uh, you're not using podium. We don't use podium, but I, like I say, it is built into my process, uh, my staff's process. It is mm-hmm. built into their pay plan. They know it is, it is beneficial for them to make sure that customer gets five star service. Number one, that's number one. And number two is it's imperative for them to get the customer to talk about it because when they talk about it on social media or on Google or wherever, it helps our bottom line. We have, we have customers that walk in off the street after reading a Google review and say, I want to speak to this salesperson because I saw how great they are on Google or on Facebook. So it matters. It matters a lot. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it starts with your team that you have oh, yeah. to be able to provide the service. Yeah. And then I, I like it, how you want the customer to talk about the service. Yeah. And it kind of maybe inspires them to tell their friends too. Yeah. Gets them in the dialogue. For sure, it all ties in together. And it starts at the top. You know, it starts at the top in the way you and I treat customers, how we talk about customers when they're not here. It talks about the way we treat customers when our employees are, are watching what we do. And um, if, you, if you don't have it at the top, it's hard to get it into your, your staff. Um, but you have to train, you have to have processes and, and procedures in place, and you really have to, to make sure that, that you're walking the walk because, you know, who cares if you're not walking the walk? Yeah. So, so let me, so when we talk about the platform we're getting the reviews on, that's a personal preference. It probably has something to do with geography too. I know that car gurus is non-existent here in my state but it's really huge maybe in the Southeast. And, uh, you know, Leanne thinks dealer rating is the place to go, whereas Luke focuses everything on Google. So we all kind of have our different platforms that we go after. You know, it's hard to be everything to everyone, but there are certain ones. But tell me this, give us a practical plan for actually getting those reviews. Do you guys incentivize the customer to leave a review or just ask? Uh, Luke said it's part of his employee's pay plan. Like, Luke, could you share that with us? Maybe what your strategy is? I mean, yeah. 381 Google reviews is pretty darn good right now. You yeah, know? It's, yeah it, it's, it's pretty simple. It's built into the pay plan process. So um, I, I think I've gone over this before, but um, it used to be I paid $25 per five-star Google review to our staff each month. Okay. It's just a commission-based. Okay. Well, you know, if you get somebody really good at that, they'll work that pay plan and work it, right? The next thing you know, <laughs> you're paying a huge sum in a month. Well, that's great. I don't have any problem with that. But what yeah. we did is uh, we started building in a, a tiered platform. You know, if you get if you get five Google reviews, uh, your bonus is is one fifty. If you get ten, it's two hundred. If you get fifteen, it's four hundred, or whatever that that number might be for your dealership. You know, everybody's everybody's pay plan is a little different. But I require that. Um, I expect it. If you, if you get to the end of month and I'm working on your commission and I see that, that you don't have any Google reviews and you sold 
you know, 15, 18 cars, there's an issue. There's an issue with that person. Either they need to be trained more by me or they need to understand that I expect them to do something different. Um, so I think it, I think it should be built into your collector's pay plan. It should be built into your salespeople pay plan. I think it should be built into your service people pay plan. I think it should be built into every person that touches someone at your dealership's pay plan. So Leanne, how are you getting your reviews? What's your um, strategy there? That we asked at the, either at the point after the sale, we get, we get a little card from dealer Raider and it's kind of a process to go through. It's not an easy um, two seconds process. They have to validate the review. So I get a lot of them hung up. And it can't mm. be on my IP address, so it's got to be outside. Oh, wow. So we're in subprime um, market, so people have problems with internet access. And so, like, I have many more reviews on DealerRater that didn't make it to the end. Mm. It, it just, like, the, the technical capability of, of getting the review published seems to be a blocking point. And so it's kind of a harder process. It's easier to get a Google review because mm. most people have the Android phone. And just to get a Google review, just, just for the audience, if you go to like Google Maps, because it's kind of hard to find where to review it, but you have to go to the Google Maps area and then type in the dealership and then it says ask write a review. That's, uh, you know, I, I find that uh, when you have a clumsy uh, process. process, it creates issues. And, and years ago, I, I had our own uh, uh, card built for reviews only, you know, before it was all, before it was commonplace for people to know how to do it. Um, we screenshotted a colored postcard that we handed out every time someone walked out the door. So they knew exactly what to do. Um, and Jeff, you talk, you talk about incentivizing the customers, you know, that's probably a gray area. Um, but it probably needs to be built into a process to a point that you, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't think you should pay a customer for a review. I think that's, I think that's not what you should do. But you, there should be an incentive based on how your process works to ask that customer to do it. Yeah, let's, let me ask that question then. I mean, Leanne, what's your opinion? In its, I mean, with the dealer rating, that's a lot of hoops you're jumping through and you're, you're asking that customer to do it out of the goodness or their love for you or their enjoyment of the sale. Do you, is, it, is it wrong to incentivize, hey, you know, we'll give you a free car wash for your time or will help you with a tank of gas for your time and your effort to leave us a review. Well, what's your opinion on that? I think that you could get banned from just if someone said Leanne pays for reviews, like, or gives me this. So we, we don't do that, but we are building with our, especially with our buy here, pay here business. It's a relationship. Mm -hmm. and so, and sometimes we work hard on financing. It's, it's on the subprime. They've been to five, six dealerships can't get financed. So they know that we actually work for them to get them into a car. It's, it's interesting, you know, because a lot of Yelp uh, reviews are, are restaurant based, right? That's where Yelp's really made its, its bones. Um, and Yelp, you know, I'm not sure that Yelp does this, but pretty much any, uh, any store you go into a restaurant that's trying to boost their Yelp reviews will give you 10 or 15% off the, um, off the meal. If you leave a, a Yelp review while you're there. So, I, you know, it shouldn't be something that you, it shouldn't be a monetary thing, you know, but I think building into the process, something to, to reward your customers, whether it's an oil change or a car wash or something to that effect, you know, I think, I don't think you're really, I'm not sure that you're breaking the rules there, but I think it's a, uh, um, I think, 
I, I don't see anything totally wrong with that. I might be, I might be out of, out of line there, but I don't think it's something crazy wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference then? I mean, I guess I look at these platforms that are pay to play plat platforms like car gurus, or I don't know how dealer rating works, but uh, I know Yelp, like you said, Luke, there's a little bit of review extortion there. Maybe, I don't know if they know how to do it or don't, but I know I've definitely gotten calls from people like that and the Better Business Bureau that are like, well, if you want to respond to this or if you want uh, this rating to go away, you need to sign up for our pay plan. Like, is, is that not, I mean, what do we do with those, Leanne? I don't know. I, I think Yelp is an extortionist. I'm totally with Luke on that one. I don't understand why they hide the reviews, but I think it's that they're active. You've got to be an active Yelp member and they have to know you and... So I, I've just given up on asking for Yelp reviews. Unfortunately, I was at um, I was at a conference and it was Glenn Patches. And you know how when you ask you like talk to your phone and like Siri, I need a car dealer, or I need a restaurant. Those are going to be based off of the Yelp reviews. So that's why I started putting focus on it. Mm. And so that's why I also try to spread the reviews across different platforms because you don't know who's coming from Google, where their source is. So. And you, you talk about spreading across different platforms. I, uh, I may go into the next month and see that we have a stupid amount of, of Facebook reviews last month. And I may say, Hey, the pay plan, pay plan has changed this month. I'm only paying for reviews on a certain platform. Uh -huh. And so there, there's definitely a way to, to make sure your sales staff doesn't always pile them on one platform and they can move them around because I agree you need, you need reviews across the whole, whole platform. I know that. Did you see that Chris had lost his Google reviews? Yeah, we saw that. We were actually talking about that before. Yeah. Yeah. So if you lose them, then what? Then you're you're back to zero. Well, that 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 brings up another topic. And people that 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 aren't crazy about Google like I am, make sure you claim your business page. Make sure you verify it. Make sure you do the things that that you should do because if you lose it and and you've built up 300 reviews, the next thing you wake up in the morning, you have one review. That's an issue. That's, a, that's, that's a, going to hit yeah. you on SEO too. Oh, huge, huge yeah. hit SEO. It will because that, that's, your, that's your validity. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I did the math. If Luke actually had incentivized his employees $25 for every view, it's about a $9,500 investment. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I know it's worth it. Because you, you see it. I, we, get, we get customers based on our reviews. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why I like to ask for reviews. Because if the customer comes in saying this was like I was reading about your online reviews and the last for a certain salesman, then it's easier for us to then ask them to give us a review. Yeah. Another, another quick thing that you need to think about is all of us get negative reviews, right? So Leanne, talk to us about what happens when you get that negative re review and yes. uh, how do you handle it? So my best ones have turned a one star into a five star. So. <laughs> That's the goal. How do you do it? <laughs> <With hearts. laughs> it's a complaint on something so it's a goodwill form you know and that, that's that's interesting it is you know it's a it's a bit of extortion but every once in a while we make mistakes as, as business owners mm -hmm. and and luckily a consumer has a way to call us on those mistakes and sometimes you don't understand the mistake until the customer points it out directly and um, it's a great platform. And I think having some one stars and two stars out there is not the end of the world because uh, it, it shows it that all yours aren't paid for, right? Yeah. Um, so make sure you respond to those reviews and make sure you take care of them. You know, yeah. if, if, it's a, if it's a BS complaint, then, then you need to address the complaint. 
But mm-hmm. if it is something that you or your staff messed up on, make it right for the customer. Yeah, and it's, it's easy to do. So there's, there's a dealership up the road. He's got, it's called Priceless Auto Mall, and they have two reviews, and both of them were, I bought the car on a Tuesday, and Wednesday the transmission went. And the guy says, up yours. And <laughs> <laughs> I assume he's not in the group, so he probably won't hear this. No, he's not, he's not going to be in the group. I'm not inviting him. <laughs> but I, how, how can you operate a business like that? You won't for long. You won't. No, he'll be gone. So my thing, my, my past career was a pharmacist, and consistently we won the most respected professionals. So when I came into this business and started working with my husband, I wanted to bring used car dealers, senators, uh, lawyers, we're all at the very bottom. So one of my goals for our dealership was to bring up that level of trust. And uh, that's why I, I, I value the review. Mm-hmm. There's a, yeah, that, that's a hundred percent, right? Let's, let's get past those politicians and attorneys. Let's, let's be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, uh, Steve B here on your reviews, Luke. I uh, yeah. you handled that situation. Uh, a cease and desist letter was, uh, was issued to Mr. Steve uh, and told him that we would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we would sue him for uh, defamation, and uh, you know, and that's that's an unfortunate situation. That's I, just people. That's the guy. hardest thing I have, Luke. When you talk about the review extortion, uh, it's really, really hard. It's dealers who were a little scrappy. We might have a chip on our shoulder, and sometimes our knee-jerk reaction is to get angry. And I've seen some of the folks on. You know, even on our Facebook page, they talk about how when they get a one-star review, they they light the guy up and tell all air all the dirty laundry and say this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, ugh, like you really you got to be the bigger man, you know, and and be diplomatic about it. Is it good to respond to those? Do you want to boost them in the relevancy ratings, or do you just respond to every review? Make sure, good or bad, you respond to it. Uh, We've been getting them so much here lately, I hadn't had time to sit down and do all of them. But mm-hmm. um, you need to make sure you do that. You talk to the customer. If you got a bad one, talk about it. Let's figure out what's going on. Um, because if you consistently get certain reviews saying certain things, you have a problem. Don't kid yourself about it. Um, and fix the problem. Don't mm-hmm. keep going with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that I find is interesting, Leanne, and, and I talked to my staff about this yesterday or Monday at our meeting, is I said, you know what, right now, if you're a dealership and you have two, three, four dozen, maybe a hundred reviews, you're doing pretty good. Like you'll rank high in your town, at least in my town. You know, Mm -hmm. the new car stores have two or 300 and I'm pretty darn close to them. Luke is probably killing it in his market with 300. But if you think about the progression of reviews, just like the progression of your Amazon reviews, back in the day, if you went to go buy a product and it had a couple dozen reviews, you were like, oh good, now, you've got to have at least five to 600 or not a thousand reviews on a product before you even consider it in the top tier. Do we need to make sure we're on the train right now because it's going to get worse and worse and worse? I want to better and better. Basically we started selling cars on eBay and this is where it first made sense to me. We started selling cars on eBay before we had a website. I'm pretty sure the first car I sold on eBay was in, um, let's say Oh four. Okay. And, that star review mattered so much on eBay at the time. Nobody had a lot, you know, and we just, when I got a, when I got a negative review on, on eBay for something that we did, man, it crushed me. And, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that, that whole thing there really opened my eyes to what we were doing. And, and, and if we were doing something wrong and when we did something wrong, you know, how mm-hmm. to fix the problem. And um, 
eBay really opened my eyes to what you're talking about with Amazon. Yeah, the quantity is going to get to the point where if you're not a dealer with a thousand reviews, you're in the bottom bucket. Oh yeah, yeah I'd, hate, I'd hate to have to start in business and compete against someone who already has three or four hundred dollar, uh, three or four hundred uh, five star reviews because it's going to be hard to to get any traction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so where do we start, Leanne? What's 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 an action? We wrap this up. Where can dealers listening today get started? What do they need to do? You gotta claim your Google My Business page mm-hmm. and own it, and make sure that a third party doesn't have access. Like, because that you, I've I've heard lots of cases where you kind of lose access to your 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 own business, and it's and there's an app called Google My Business, and just make sure you claim it that you're on there, and then start asking your customers for reviews. So do we need so to be on a system. Do we need to be on a podium? Do we need to just do it ourselves? I don't. I've done it myself. Luke's done it himself. So and number I've got, two would I've got, be to on ask. all my platforms, I've got 400 plus reviews if on each when you add them all up. Mm. To talk about number two, which I think was your ask the customer, what's the best way to go about doing that? I Sometimes we, if we do something extraordinary for them and provide a level of service greater than, we'll just go back and revisit to make sure if they haven't given us a review to do that if they are hugely complimentary of our service, but you can put it into your process and after every sale, ask the customer. So what's the last part of that? Is it the follow-up or is it the, uh, you know, what, what is the last, what's number three on this? How do we get started? Number three, you just got to do it. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah. You just got to be out there asking and, but you have to have a quality product too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Like you, you can't be asking them for reviews if you're not providing, like going through your vehicles and inspecting them and and selling something that you're proud of. I I love that being proud of what you sell because that is that is what matters. Yeah. Some people might be scared of getting them. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I bet there's people out there that they're not going to ask for reviews mm-hmm. that they wouldn't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I know there's dealers out there. Okay. So don't, be the, don't be the dealer that's afraid to ask for a review. If so, you're doing something wrong. Don't be that yeah. guy. This yeah, has been we, great. How, part how of are people... our process, when you come in, uh, Blaze, my salesman, ask them, like, we, we ask, how did you find us? And if you haven't seen our reviews, like, have you Googled us? Have you done some research on our dealership? Mm-hmm. And so we pride ourselves in it. Yeah, put it out there. How, how do we get in contact with you, Leanne? If people want to know more, if they want to learn more, ask you some questions, what are some ways that they can get involved with you and, and get more of your knowledge. <laughs> I can be found in 2475 Fowler street in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, <laughs> my email is LA at Fort Myers Automall, and yeah, be happy to talk to anybody. And she's super um, active on the Facebook group. So if you're not in the independent dealer Facebook group, get on there. Leanne personally responds to every single comment. I think. <laughs> not that much time in the day yeah. Thanks, Leanne. I love what you guys I love what you guys are doing with these podcasts thank you thanks so keep that up <laughs>